guys, my name is Ashley Horner, and I'm here with my beautiful guest, Brittany, aka Pepper Potts, and we are talking about, this is a two-part series, um, the do's and the don'ts of fitness, and I wanted to make this a two-part series because I think that there is so much that can go into this. What do you do? What do you don't do? And I think that if we can really break that down and explain some, like, experiences that we have had with my guests that you can take along with you um, and apply to your everyday life and on your fitness journey. So um, today, Brittany and I are going to start out with, we are drinking Knob Creek, which is another one of my favorites. Um, and what are we cheering to? Cheersing to? Cheersing, cheersings to. Cheersings. Um, what is today's? Uh, well, it's Friday. It is Friday. And it was a really, really busy week yes. for us. I don't think there's, we don't really have a week that's like not busy, but. This was like extra busy. This was extra busy. Lots of travel. So here is uh, to Friday. And surviving the week. Surviving the week and the weekend is ahead. Yes. Cheersies. Knob Creek going down the pipe. So do you know, do you know who the guest is today? I know that you kind of like. So I, I know his name. Okay. Let me just say, okay, Tony Horton. Okay. The creator of P90X. Oh. And I really like to get to know the guests that we have on the show prior to the show. Sure. And so I like to do like some research, you know, I hear some facts and he just turned, he just turned 62 yesterday. So wow. I was like, okay, here's going to be this like old man that I'm going to have on my show. <laughs> Girl, I looked him up. He is freaking sexy. All right, now I'm gonna have to go to Instagram and. Uh, no, he looks so good. Isn't that interesting though? Like how when you take care of your body, you age really well. You should have seen my. So I, I looked him up on Instagram and I was like, oh okay. I looked up Tony Horton and I, I, I swear to you, I said this isn't this isn't him. I said he he has to have. Like, Did he another- have a blue check? He did. That's why I was really confused. I said, this must be some like actor or something. I don't know. And I started like reading his bio and I was like, no way. No way. This is the guy that just turned 62. Wow. And I I was downstairs like behind the bar and I was like, I was talking to one of my baristas and I was like, girl, I was like, do you know this guy? (laughs) Well, see, that's the first. Because I'm about to get to know him real well. Right. That's the first do. You take care of your body. He looks real. I'm just like blown away. Like, I need to show my husband. Be like, you better look this good at 62. <laughs> He's don't got a dest- while to go. Don't destroy your body. <laughs> yes, he has a while to go. But, like, I mean, I just, like, people people put so much, like, emphasis on age. Yeah, and what you're and fitness. supposed to look like. Right, or they're like, oh, I'm in my 50s. Can I do that? Can I look like this? And it's like, well, obviously, you look up Tony Horton. Yeah, you can. Right, you put in the work. Because he's doing it pretty well. You follow, follow the list of do's. You can do it. You can do it. If you've done P90X, then you know our next guest really well. Along with creating P90X, he's also the creator of the supplement line, Power Life, and the new workout program, Next Level. Welcome to Reborn, Mr. Tony Horton. It's truly a pleasure to have you here. I mean, you have accomplished so much like, yeah, when did you start? Like, what, how old were you whenever you created P90X? 
Well, P90X is 16 years old now. I was 40-something, 40. uh, Development period, I was in my early 40s, and then I think I shot it when I was 45, 46. Why did you, like, I want to know, like, where did you get the name P90X? And, like, what inspired you to do that? I mean, everybody knows P90X. Like, why? Well... Well, you know, it was a collaborative thing. I, you know, I was working for, the, for a company called Beachbody. Um, Carl Dykler was the CEO. And the, and the product that had done really well prior to that, that we did together was something called Power 90. And, um, you know, uh, Carl, when he went to Ithaca College, or it was at Cornell, I'm not sure, someplace upstate New York. You know, he was on the crew team. And you always had these, like, when you were doing your, you know, when you're doing your crew thing, you had to work as a team. And, um, and when the coxswain, the person in the front with a little, you know, megaphone, like, Roll, you know, and they would say, all right, power 10, right? And you just like, boom, you just get that 10 in, right? And so we understood, at least from my experience, when I was training celebrity types, you know, I had, I was training a lot of rock and rollers. I had Tom Petty and Billy Idol and, and Stephen Stills and Annie Lennox from Eurythmics and, and uh, uh, Lindsey Buckingham. You know, it was weird how I had a little niche of people. I had Bruce Springsteen and folks like that. So, um, you know, I mean, I kind of knew what it took to get these folks in shape because they're getting ready to go on a tour and stuff. So, uh, you know, my whole thing was give them as much variety as possible. You know what I mean? So it had to be Pilates, it had to be yoga, it had to be resistance, it had to be hypertrophy, it had to be cardio. You know what I mean? And, and to, to try to prevent the boredom and injuries and plateaus that come from just doing the same crap all the time. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. you got your cardio freaks and you got your resistance weightlifting people. And that model has been around since Jacqueline was a baby, you know? And so let's add some different things. Let's get them outside of their comfort zone. Let's have them work on their weaknesses. You know what I mean? Let's keep introducing new things to them because of boredom, injuries and plateaus. And then they all got in really great shape in a short period of time because I made them do stuff they didn't want to do. You know what I mean? I mean, they had heavy bags where they would never be hitting heavy bags or, you know, they were doing yoga when they, you know, didn't know what it was. And so when we first started creating these products, the first thing was called Power 90. And I wanted to give them as much variety as possible. Now, we didn't have Versa climbers and heavy bags and all these different things. All we had was the space in front of your television set. So, you know, we had to use body weight in a lot of these things. And so I was always pretty good at combining different types of fitness and mashing them in in sequences. And so, you know, I mean, I was like the doc, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde of developing those things. And so Power 90 did, did pretty well. We sold about four or five million copies of that. And that was back in the day before the interweb and back before there were phones in people's hands. You know what I mean? This is way Right. Ago. And then after that, we just said, like, what do we do next? You know, should we make it a little bit easier for folks? Because this was six days a week, you know, resistance cardio, with a mixture of all those different types of training techniques that I talked about. Carl, you know, credit to him. He said, let's make it harder. Let's make P90, let's make Power 90 harder. So we made Power 90 Extreme, AKA P90X. So how was it? Because I mean, you basically have created this relationship with people that you don't even know. Like you, you worked out with them every single day. I'm sure that you've had, I mean, countless number of people who have came up to you and like you have changed their life and the way that they view fitness. How does that like, like you probably just shot this, like you're like, yeah, whatever I'll do P90X, you know, we'll do this thing. But I don't think, and I could be wrong, but probably at the time of inception, like whenever you were like, I'm going to shoot this, you probably didn't realize the impact that you would have on each individual human. No, no idea. 
no idea. I mean, you know, when uh, I got a glimpse of it after doing Power 90 and seeing the effects that it had on people. I remember the, because, you know, remember, like anybody, you know, I mean, like Brad Pitt, he was just an actor going to auditions, like a bunch of other actors going to auditions, and he was going back to his studio apartment with a view of the train station. You know what I mean? Like, he was just this kid. And then all of a sudden, you know, he did a couple of movies, and then everybody wanted him around, and everybody knew who he was, and he couldn't leave the house, and he had a big house, and he had multiple houses. I mean, you know, his life changed dramatically. But nobody prepares you for that. Nobody prepares you for some version. I mean, I, I'm 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 what I would consider a, a C minus celebrity, right? So, but amongst a certain number of people, devotees that were fans of what I did, unlike Brad Pitt or some other government official or whoever, people are people who find me, see me every single day, except Sundays, maybe for months and months at a time, over and over again, for years and for decades. And in the process of seeing me in their home, on their television, um, they be, they think they become very familiar with who I am and, and how I behave and the way I talk. And, uh, and then of course, when you run into me in the streets or at the airport or at the pharmacy or at the grocery store, you know, the person that's looking at me, who's seeing me for the first time in person is now 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 100, 25 pounds lighter than they were. They're a completely different human being. They've changed physically, mentally, and emotionally. They have a completely different brand new perspective on their lives. Like they were miserable and overweight and overwhelmed. And now they're like free of that crap. And then they see the guy and it happens to be me. So there's a very enthusiastic um, encounter typically. So um, what, do you, remember, what do you say to oh. people? Like, I mean, from, from my understanding, like your, your programs are intense they are, I think that they can be a little bit intimidating. And whenever you have people who are, you know, they have really low self-esteem or they're just sitting on the couch, they want to make a change. Like, what is it that you can do to like, how do you encourage those people? Like if, if, you know, if you're like, Hey, let's, let's do this program and you have a new program coming out. Like, what would you like, what would be your advice to those individuals. And like, I think, you know, going back to like how <laughs> I was like giggling when, before we like got on the, the call together today, because I mean, you are, and my mom is like, my mom is insane. She is, um, in her sixties as well. She's still a competitive mountain bike racer. She used to be mm. a, um, she used to skydive professionally and do like all these crazy tricks. So like, it's just, I think that, you know, whenever I see you and like everything that you're doing, like I also think about my mother that like people, I hear it all the time. They're like, oh, I'm like, I'm in my forties or like my thirties or like my fifties. Like, like, I can't do that. Like, yeah, you can. And I think that you are the definition of like people who think that they like age doesn't have a fitness. Like it doesn't, it doesn't have a fitness level. Yeah, maybe until you get into your 90s, but there's a whole lot you can do prior, you know, and I think most people crap out in their 30s, 40s and 50s. You're right. You know, they just sort of feel like they throw in the towel. But what, why, it, why they, is that, though? Like, why do you think? Well, that because they... I think that's because they just don't know better. You know, I mean, I have an expression that's a little bit irreverent. You know, I made some T-shirts and it says aging is for idiots. Yes. And what I'm trying to say there is aging is for people who aren't willing to spend the time and effort to figure out how to avoid to slow it down. You know what I mean? And that, that requires a certain amount of education. You know, you don't have to 
take a kinesiology class or a, or a health sciences class or a nutrition. You don't have to be a nutritionist or anything. You just have to learn sort of the basics. But most people are completely unfamiliar with the basics. And they're chasing down this ghost that doesn't exist, which is really some shortcut to try to get to look some aesthetic way in a short period of time so that they can reminisce about the past or hope about the future or do things based on nothing that has to do with them, only about their ego and their desire to look in an aesthetic way based on how they assume other people want them to look. You know, so there's all these really goofy, convoluted reasons why we exercise. But once you, you know, once you get off the, that train and you understand that what it really requires is it's about health and wellness and the quality of today, right? So how do, what do I need to do today to improve the quality of today? I wrote a book about it. You know what I mean? It's called The Big Picture. I wrote, I called the book The Big Picture because you, you have to step back and go, well, why are you doing this thing? Because if you're doing it for a reason that doesn't work, then you got to, you know, it's like Einstein. You keep doing the same things over and over again, expecting a different result, right? So I'm going to do something. I'm going to get, I'm going to clear my mind of the bullshit. And now I'm going to begin to exercise for all the right reasons, you know what I mean? And and for me, it, it's, it's a mental and emotional state that I'm in as a result of what I've done physically. And I like that feeling. So I want to repeat that feeling. I just had a seminar this weekend. It was my fourth one called the Paragon Experience, Paragon Super Camp. And so a lot of people come in from around. Is that, is that your camp? It's my camp at my home. So people stay locally wow. at local hotels. And okay. we max out we max out about 28 30 people because of the uh, because of covid and everything else we we reduced it down to 12 so you know the whole idea here is to get get people to understand why we're doing this thing you know I mean what is your purpose what is your plan and how you staying accountable right we we tap into all that stuff you know we talk about intensity and consistency and and all the you know various concepts of, of fitness but you know I've got a ninja course here and we get we put them on that I've got pegboards two of them. I've got a 17 foot rope. We've I've got parallel bars and high bars and rings. And so, you know, there's a little bit of gymnastics. There's a little bit of ninja. There's a little, there's obviously a lot of yoga. You know, I have a, one of the top yoga instructors in the city come in and work with everybody. Um, so is your, do you have a gym at your house? I have, uh, I have four gyms at my house kind of, you know, nice. I, have a, I, have a, I have a main gym here at my home. So I, I had a I had a garage and a back bedroom I didn't need. So I knocked down two walls and I built a pretty good sized gym in here. So, and then in the backyard I have a you know I have a ninja course which is like if you see American Ninja Warrior it's not that big it's not as big as you'd see on on, on the TV, but it's there's enough stuff on there that'll it'll kick your butt you know. And then I have a, another section which is a a pegboard and a pretty high pull-up bar and a rope and a beam that goes up supports my patio so we turn all this stuff into another area to work out and then separately I have a I have a high bar uh, with, with rings and um, another pull-up bar a pull-up bar where you can do pullovers and muscle-ups and stuff because there's nothing above you it's just wide open because it's outside and then some parallel bars uh, which you can do a lot of you know swing handstands on and dip bells and you know how has your training evolved well, you know, I was a cardio resistance guy, like everybody else who, who kind of goes to the gym. You know what I mean? That's what I did. I was a member of four different gyms when I first got in the industry. One was kind of a, a cardio aerobics gym. It was all women. That's why I went there. <laughs> like, there's no, like, I look at a classroom and I go, there's no dudes in there. Can I go in there? And they'd say, yeah. And I go, I'm going in there. So that was fun. I mean, I just, you know, like step aerobics and you know, old fashioned aerobics, you know what I mean? Like it was back in the 80s. And then I was a member of World Gym, which is where Arnold Schwarzenegger and Ferrigno uh, worked out. I mean, I was bigger then because I was doing a lot of bodybuilding exercises. You know, I was about 185, I'm about 172 now. So, 
Um, and then another gym that was, one was called the sports connection, which was just had everything. It was really social. It had a little restaurant attached to it and, you know, rows of cardio machines, like we've seen a lot of gyms, but I was, I, you know, and I didn't, I didn't start running on the track. I didn't start doing yoga. I didn't start doing Pilates. I didn't start doing martial arts and boxing. Those gyms didn't provide those things. So I had to go other places to go do those things. So I was, you know, I went to a yoga studio or I went to a boxing, uh, studio and, uh, so I was all over the place because I had the attention of a gnat on crack. You know what I mean? I, I just, I got tired of doing the same things. And I liked being challenged and I liked being bad at things initially because right. I knew, oh, okay, if I'm at the bottom of the ladder, then I get to keep taking these steps, keep talking to these experts, keep moving up the ladder and I get better at new things. You know, that's what P90X is. It was just a, a, a culmination of all the gyms I had been members of and all the classes I had been to and all the, all the experts and trainers that I met. So... The new training program that you have now, who, like, what is the demographics for that? Like, is it like people in their sixties or? I lifted weights Tuesday morning for the first time really in a what? while. Yeah. 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 Okay. I mean, yeah. I mean, most of my stuff's body weight stuff now, you know, yoga is body weight, ninja's body weight, obstacle course is body weight. It's all body weight. Parkour stuff that I do is, is body weight. Animal flow is body weight. You know what I mean? It's, it's uh, you know, because here's what I've learned later in life. As I mean, part of the reason why I, I can do what I can do at 62 is I've gotten away from the traditional, I'm going to get on a piece of cardio equipment. I'm, I'm going to get on a verse climber for 45 minutes. You know, like, forget it. Or an elliptical, forget it. Or, you know, a rowing machine. For, why would I want to be on any of these machines for more than three minutes? There's no reason. So I have, like, my cardio consists of, Two to five minutes on a bike, two to five minutes on a verse climber, two to five minutes on a treadmill, two to five minutes on a heavy bag, two to five minutes on a ski machine, two to five minutes on a rowing machine, two to five minutes on a jump rope, right? Two to five minutes on a slide, slide board. Uh, so I've got all this stuff in my gym and I just go like bang, bang, bang. I take maybe 15 seconds between each one because right. think of the, look, look what I'm doing. I'm not just on a bike so I can sweat and burn calories. Who cares? You know what I mean? I'll go on a bike ride and be outside if I'm going to ride a bike. You know what I mean? Like to be on an elliptical more than 10 minutes sounds like insanity to me. I'm like, what am I, a gerbil on a wheel? It's insane. <laughs> you know what I mean? So what, what I do is, I mean, I, there's no, there's me and I'll sometimes invite two, three, four guys and we'll just rotate, pop, pop, mm -hmm. pop, 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 right? Mm -hmm. One of those machines. It's much more interesting. I'm hitting, I'm hitting, you know, all different kind of body parts, keeping my heart rate up. And I'll do that for an hour straight. That's my cardio day, right? So, right. Um, but then, you know, yesterday was, was uh, chest and back. So uh, I did, my first move was for my birthday. I did 62 four, four ball push-ups. So I had my hands and feet on med balls. I mean, I did 63 months for good luck. Um, <laughs> and then I went right down to the ninja course. And there's, you know, we have these rings that go over these posts. We just went back and forth until blood came out of our bodies. You know what I mean? And so it was all, you know, we did bear crawls. So I have a stair, set of stairs that are this steep. And so we're doing a push-up and walking up each stair yeah. on our hands and feet backwards. That seems interesting. You know what I mean? So, su you know, super skill-based, athletic-based, challenging kind of moves, right? I could, you know, I could just do lat pull-downs. Why? You know what I mean? <laughs> just, just like, you know what I mean? So now I'm avoiding the boredom injuries and plateaus. And I've, a I've added this, you know, uh, athletic skill-based types of exercises. Um, and so the point I wanted to make, which it took me a while, <laughs> is that, you know, you got your cardio, which everybody does. And you got your resistance, which everybody does. 
but I'm working on speed, balance, and range of motion, right? So that's what, that's what youth is. So speed, I do martial arts. I go to the track and run as fast as I can. Um, you know, I'm doing A skips and things like that, you know, A skips, B skips, things that tracks athletes do. So speed's really important because, you know, we, there's not a lot of speed on, you know, unless you're on a treadmill and you're humping or something, you know what I mean? So I'm teaching, still teaching my body to move as quickly as possible as I get older, regardless of how I do it. And then there's balance, right? So, you know, I've got a slack line in the backyard. I'm on my slack line and yoga, you're, you know, warrior three tree pose, you know, whatever it is, what kind of balance stuff I'm working on. Handstands, like handstands four times a week, you know, working on my handstands. Balance is huge. What, what would you say? And just kind of like transitioning a little bit. Um, one, I have to say like whenever I'm, I'm 36 and I hope that whenever I am your age that I can be, I hope that I am still, it's coming. I mean, I don't know how the hell 62 happened because I was 36, 15 minutes ago. Right. I still feel like I'm in my twenties, but what would you say? What is like your biggest like accomplishment that you've had? Like professionally, physically or just sort of in life accomplishment wise. Um, let's do both. I want to know like, professionally what has been your biggest accomplishment that you were able to overcome or like achieve and then personally like what has been what has been the most rewarding for you like like maybe like in the beginning you were like you know you probably had your doubts like oh I can never do that or I can never be that person I can never have that influence that I've had on like millions of people and now you do like what like what has it been well, I, you know, when I was a wee lad growing up in Connecticut or on the East Coast, you know, um, I was I was a bit of a scaredy cat. I was also I also had a, uh, I was not a good student by any means. Um, you know, we moved a lot. You know, my father was in the in the military. He was a tank commander for the, in the military, and then we moved a lot for his work when he got out of the military. So I moved six times before fifth grade. So new schools, new teachers, new friends. You know, it was it was rough. You know, I was and I had a speech impediment called cluttering. And, uh, you know, it's, it's stuttering and stammering. Mm. It, it's, it's, you probably know a lot of people who have it. It's just people who talk so fast and they just needed to slow down. And, and, uh, and the world's, the words pop pile on top of each other. And then mm. the sort of the stuttering and the stammering kicks in. My grandfather had, it, my father had, it. I actually inherited it. Both my grandfather and father never got rid of it. When I'm tired or I'm a little bit nervous, it kind of pops up once in a while, but I have a little routine that I do to sort of stop myself so mm-hmm. I can start over. You know, I mean, I've been on stage in front of 20,000 people. And, Were you and nervous? What's that? Were you nervous? Not anymore. I mean, I used to be, it's, you know, to me, it's like, if I'm on stage in front of a camera, I'm, I'm as happy as a, as a lark, you know, I mean, I'm very comfortable there. Cause you know, I did stand up for two years and I was in with a, a, a second city LA, which is like second city, Chicago. And then I was doing scene study and acting and going on commercials and I was training myself to be more comfortable in, the, in those kinds of situations. So, um, yeah, at first I was, and then if I would, if ever, I, well, there's a little piece of it right there. Um, whenever I do it, uh, I'll just stop and go, Whoa, what was that? Like I was saying what I meant to say. So let's start again, shall we? You know I mean? That was from being a stand up comedian for years. And being in front of people and being really raw and having that microphone and owning it, you know what I mean? So it doesn't really bother me anymore. Yeah, but. we're also a military family out here in Virginia. I, I have three boys, and we have moved all over. So mm-hmm. I can definitely relate. I hope to be out here in Virginia for a while. I have, like, my businesses are out here, and, 
you know, my boys, my youngest is five. And so, um, yeah, it's a great location where you are though. It's a nice area. Yeah. So, so what, what would be your like biggest professional achievement? Well, you know, I sold nine to 11 million copies of something that everybody knows. You know I mean? I can go anywhere and, and people know about P90X and, you know, here's a product that hasn't had a, a cent of media spent on it. And, and I don't know how many years and, you know, I get a, I get royalty checks still every month and the royalty checks are pe- because people are still doing P90X. You know, it's, it's, it, you know, I mean, I don't know, there are other things out there that have a certain amount of notoriety, but, but, uh, you know, I mean, I get to, I've been on the Today Show and Fox and Friends and and the Wall Street Journal, the New York Times, the Washington Post. You know, I mean, I'm on the, been, I'm on the cover of the Wall Street Journal. I mean, you know, I mean, I've you been are? interviewed. You are? When? Interviewed. Well, this like is back now? when P90X was, it was actually my back. I was doing a double bicep thing. Nice. And, you know, typically in the Wall Street Journal, they'll, they'll have an artist do the face of whoever is a sort of a feature. You know, to have P90X meet my back, though, not my face, fortunately, unfortunately. <laughs> and, the, and my local, my local papers. You know, what I mean, I've been on like, uh, you know, I've been in numerous magazines and newspapers. Um, I've been on all these different TV shows. I don't know if that's all that important or if that's a big deal. Yeah. Well, what's but the next has, thing But it has for given you? me the lifestyle that I always wanted. Well, well you know, the next thing too, right? I mean, I, I left Beachbody a couple of years ago. We we really couldn't see eye to eye on the on the future of where I wanted to go and what I needed to do. Unfortunately, I really enjoyed that organization. It changed my life completely. Uh, it still has a massive influence on me. Um, but, you know, they were moving in another direction with some other trainers. They, You know, I mean, I think they were kind of like, oh, the guy's getting in his 50s. And maybe it's time to move on to get some younger kids. But they are definitely wrong. <laughs> they made it. They, I think they made a mistake. I don't know if they, they made a mistake. Right. They definitely <laughs> but, made uh, a mistake. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, because I, you know, I, I'm. Now I work, I work with Gaim TV Fit and Yoga or Gaia Gaim. It's sort of the same organization. To, departments and I did a program called the next level with them which is which is really cool because they said call it call it what you want make them the, make the warm-ups and the cool downs as long as you want I got an hour I got one of the workouts an hour and 10 minutes like screw it man go do your thing we trust you you know I mean it was really nice to get the control back again because with Beachbody as time moved on I just you know I mean I didn't have as much influence I didn't have as much say now, you know we have one workout that's called uh dude where's my cardio I get to call it that I wanted to, you know what I mean? I got to have my friends in it. I got to cast it. Um, you know, one of the, one of the workouts is called full send. Like, what does that mean? You know what I mean? It's a, it's a, it's in the vernacular with the youngsters today. Like full send is like, I'm all in all the way, not afraid. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm going for it. And so it was really fun to have that kind of control. And, and so there's, there's two seasons of uh, the next level and there's 23 total workouts. And, is you it know, available now? If you now? have Amazon Prime or you have okay. BIOS or yeah, yeah. I mean, if you have Roku, you can get it. Amazon Prime TV, you can get it. If you have a if you have a satellite dish or you have a cable company, you can <laughs> get it. You know what I mean? It's six ninety nine a month, and you can, it's endless. You know. So the other thing too is I've always wanted my own supplement line. So I oh yeah, you know, tell Beach me about Body that. Just didn't want to go there with me. And you well, created um, your own. It's called Power, it's called Power Life. You know, I got really sick in 2017. I got Ramsey Hunt syndrome from having shingles in my ear. So a lot of the nerves in my brain fried. And so now I still deal with uh, a form of PTSD, uh, which is called uh, bilateral vestibular hypofunction, which is just, you know, a balance issue. So my brain, sometimes if I'm tired or the light is weird or whatever, my brain starts to do this and, and balance gets off. But I overcompensate with a lot of the exercise I do, a lot of the yoga and slack line and handstands. And I just figure it out. 
And so um, I met with this company because I lost a bunch of weight. You know, I mean, I couldn't drive. I couldn't eat. I was drinking out of a straw. It was brutal. I lost 25 pounds. Uh, I was vomiting and sick all day because the, the nausea was caused by the, my imbalance. Like, so you, I felt like a drunk sailor on a cruise ship in a hurricane. I mean, 24-7. So I slept a lot, you know what I mean? Because at least if I was in my, my bed, I was stationary, not moving and closing my eyes. Every time I opened my eyes and got up, blah, you know what I mean? It was just so brutal. Um, so don't get shingles in your ear. You know, it's like the last thing you want to do. Um, but, uh, uh, so I met with them and, you know, there's all of us, I mean, you're 36, so you're close to getting, you know, dealing with something called sarcopenia and sarcopenia is basically age related muscle loss. And then I also had a lot of blood work done, you know, because I was trying to figure this out as I was trying to heal. And I had leaky gut, and most Americans do because they don't know, you know, because they're getting too much soy, corn, wheat, and dairy in their diet, you know what I mean? And so leaky gut is basically, you know, the lining in your intestines are, are not this solid pipe, you know what I mean? It's They're very um, porous. And so, you know, you eat the wrong kind of foods based on your genetics and stress. I mean, stress is inflammation, right, that's caused from just life. And so, you know, poop comes out where it's before it's supposed to, and it gets into your bloodstream, and it's just, you know, inflammation and, and – uh, and rashes and all kinds. Of, I mean, I had I had athletes' foot since high school gone. Right. Once I figured wow. this stuff out. So I work with this company called Golden Hippo, and they've been around for a while. They're they're actually a, a kind of a competitor of Beachbody, and they said, "Hey, man, here's what we think would work. Here's what we think would good be good for your leaky gut. We want to put some HMB and some of the proteins, which a lot of companies don't do. We want to have a we want to have a, we have want to have an Irish." organic grass-fed cow whey protein like let's go for this thing let's put this make this the best whey protein we'll have the bcas we'll have the vitamin d we'll have the chromium let's add the hmb all right and make something that's really badass to sort of combat the sarcopenia that's happening i'm 62 you know what i mean like, most people my age you know most people my age don't look like this you know what i'm saying so oh yeah um, and i'm still strong i mean i'm strong i mean yesterday what i was able to do physically i mean 62 med ball push-ups. Yeah, hello, woman. Yeah, that ain't half bad for a mom of three kids. Yeah, but right, so that you know, we did an, an enzyme product, an endurance product, a pre, pre-workout product, uh, one that's called Foundation 4, which is, you know, packed with probiotics and prebiotics and sun fiber. Sun fiber is an amazing fiber. Most people just use whatever crap, psyllium or something. And so, um, and then four servings of vegetables in, in that thing, you know, so... So yeah, I was a guinea pig. Really. Is your supplement line available? It certainly is. It's Where is it available? Right you, you go to mypowerlife.com. MyPowerLife.com. And then what is the what is the favorite product that you have? You have the protein. Well, I, I rotate back and forth between the the, the plant based proteins and the whey proteins. And and I like yesterday morning and probably the same thing today. I took the chocolate whey protein and you know I put blueberries, strawberries, pecans. Uh, unsweetened flaxseed milk, some ice cubes, um, and then I put the foundation for and the chocolate mm. um, uh, whey protein in there. And then today I'll probably have plant-based. Just I mix it up. Nice. You know, I'm not a vegan or vegetarian or keto or paleo or any of it. I'm every, I eat everything. I, I eat like my great great grandparents ate. I look down at my plate and I don't. You know, I mean, if it's organic and it's healthy and it's not processed, it doesn't come from a bag, a bottle, a can, or a box. Not, then I eat it. You know what I mean? Like everybody's so hung up in one direction or the other and that's fine. But you know, if you can't stick with it, if you feel deprived, you know what I mean? If you're like, Oh, 
I got to eat this again. Like that shouldn't happen. You should look at your plate and go, yeah, I'm going to eat that. And it's going to be awesome. And it's paleo today and it's keto tomorrow. And it's vegan right. the next day. And it's vegetarian. I don't do dairy and soy or wheat or corn uh, if I can help it. Um, but I eat everything, man. And so it seems to work for me. So where do you find these supplements at? On Amazon? Uh, MyPowerLife.com. And I have a brand new fitness equipment line. It's not quite out yet. So uh, called TH Fitness. Okay. It's mats and yoga mats and med balls and stability balls and jump ropes and, and resistance bands. Um, a lot of that stuff's not available just yet, but the prototypes are coming in. So that, that should be out in the next month or two. So That fired. is so cool. Well, I just want to like congratulate you on all of your success. I mean, I really, and I mean this sincerely, when like you have paved the way for a lot of influence in the fitness industry. I mean, you're like one of the first and you should feel so proud of yourself for setting the standard and setting the standard high. And you have your supplement line, you have your equipment that's coming out. You have a book. I didn't even know about the book. Um, I have three three books. Three books. Yeah. What are the names of the books? Uh, Bring it was the first book, which was, you know, which was sort of the, the phrase that we use when it came to P90X, man, bring it, you know, we're always saying bring it. The next book was Crush It, which is an audio book, which is kind of fun, you know what I mean? So you can do the exercises and then read and then do the exercises. That's called Crush It, all available on Amazon. And uh, I didn't want to call the next one Annihilate, it just felt like it was being repetitive. So uh, <laughs> I wanted the last book to be <laughs> Crush It, Bring Annihilate, Destroy It. You're like, <laughs> you know, massage it. It just seemed like I was going too far. So um, the, the, I, I want to call this one the big picture because a lot of these books that you see behind me are, are personal development. A lot of them are sort of, you know, uh, rock climbing books as well, uh, mountaineering books, which I'm kind of a fan of. But um, yeah, I mean, personal development is how I got here. You know I mean? I, I, I'm a C-minus student with a speech impediment. So I needed to get into the Andrew Weil and the Deepak Chopra and the Richard Carlson and the Gary Zukoff and the, you know what I mean? Like I needed to learn how to be a better man. I didn't learn that in school. You know, I mean, relationships and finances and, and character, you know, I mean, right. still, these things that really matter to me. And so uh, that, that's how I ended up uh, writing the big picture, which is, a you know, it's sort of autobiographical. Um, there's a lot of humor in it because it's, you know, one of the, I just wrote like I speak. And uh, so get that on Amazon too, if you want. Well, so all the listeners and like everybody who's, um, following along, like where can we learn more about you and where should we follow you? TonyHortonLife.com. My name, TonyHortonLife.com. Um, you know, you learn about all the supplements. You learn about my t-shirt line. You learn about my skincare line. You learn about, you know, all kinds of things. A lot of the live events that I do, my speaking events. Um, I have an annual ski yoga, uh, snowboard retreat in Jackson hole every year. Mm. Uh, we have, uh, three Paragon events. Um, we've got one more in October, got a couple spaces left, but we already have 165 applicants for those couple spaces. But there was one couple, we had some people that were coming in for this last one, you know, for 12, cause we had to stop it at 12 because of the, you know, we want social distancing and masks, the whole nine yards have to be safe here because people are coming in from everywhere, you know? Mm-hmm. And then two people dropped out and then a couple who barely even knew me saw it and just joined up like three days before the event, you know? So, you know, keep applying. You can apply right there. You go to the contacts tab at, um, Tony I love that. I really like your story though, Tony. Like, I think that, you know, in a way like the odds were against you. And I think that it is, um, 
it's such a like a testimony to so many individuals, like even starting out in their career. Like you may not be the smartest kid in your class. I didn't even make it through college. Like I hated school. Yeah, and, I, like, I'm still six know, credits short at, at the University of Rhode Island. You know what I mean? See? After selling like, you know, 15, like selling $1.5 billion in sales in three books, you'd think they'd give me a degree by now. Yeah, you would think they would. But I just think that like you're, you're, um, you know, and even like physically speaking, you know, we put like a, an age on what it means to be like, what is fitness? And we allow that age to define that. And you have really been like, you're like, no, like, like, look at me, look at everything that I'm doing. You are now an entrepreneur. You are in incredible shape being 62 when so many people just like, they'll just line up the excuses and be like, well, might as well not even try now, you know, because I'm in my forties, I'm in my fifties. And then I think like, look at you, like, look at everything that you have achieved. So I just want to say like, thank you so much. And those of you who are listening and you're not actually watching, if you're not sure who Tony Horton is, you have to look at this man. And I promise you, you will be blown away. And I'm like, I'm like kind of giggling right now. He looks amazing. Amazing. And so I just want to say thank you so much for joining me today on my podcast. It means a lot. And thank you for inspiring so many people and being that like breath for so many people who think that like it's, it's not worth it because it is, it is worth it. Well, I thank you very much. I appreciate it. Uh, I enjoyed myself this morning and thank you for allowing me to disseminate my, my, you know, concepts of the whole thing and um and everything that you have going on which is a lot yeah we're busy you know it's funny we're busy i'm busier than ever um but i don't mind you know what i mean as long as i can help people i mean for example here's another little thing i'll tell your viewers if they want to you know on facebook live uh three times a week on wednesday specific time uh i do a live plyometrics class right so you don't need plyo boxes and stuff you just need you know decent pair of shoes and a semi-soft surface and uh, so that is uh, Wednesday nights at 5.30 Pacific time. So join us on Facebook. You know, go to the, the Tony Horton fan page. Check us out. And I'm going to uh, do that. Today, what's that? I'm going to do that. Check I'm it out. I'm going to do that workout. I am. 5.30. And then today, Friday, if you know, oh. you'll probably watch this live or I'm not. But t- today, Friday, my wife and I do a little dance party. That's right. We play some music. We pick some music. She has a song and I have a song. And we bop around. You know, I mean, I'm popping and locking like it's 19, you know, 75. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, still, you know, still doing the thing, you know, whatever that it. is. Uh, but and then, uh, and then Saturday mornings at eleven o'clock, we do we do yoga. So um, awesome. about an hour, hour, hour and fifteen minute half of flow class. Um, and I do that to stay accountable because you know, like, like a lot of the gyms, uh, a lot of my friends don't aren't really able to come over yet. You know, they're right. not really ready. So check us out there on Facebook and join us live. It's free. So thank you, thank you so much, and just. Keep hammering, Tony. Keep dreaming. It like honestly seems like that there is no limit to everything that you can accomplish. And um, just thank you for everything that you have done for so many humans that you probably have no clue that you have changed their life because you have. So well, don't thank stop. You. Thank don't you. stop. It's been a great ride. I got a couple more decades in me. So um, thank you. Appreciate it. More to come.
Well, how um, was that, ma'am? Um, <laughs> I, I uh, heard that you saw some abs. There were some ab checks. I did. He definitely flexed on me. Well, you know, when you got it, it you was got a, it. It was a good flex. I enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> but I just think, like, I, I, you know, after hearing about Tony's story and... I just think like, I mean, he's my mom's age and I really think that we, we put so much emphasis on age Mm -hmm. and fitness and my mom is redefining what it means to be in her sixties and fitness and someone like Tony, (laughs) who is extremely good looking <laughs> sorry babe <laughs> is Noted. like redefining like fitness like what it means to be in your 60s and to have that active lifestyle yeah I think a lot of the older generation as older than like our generation I think does say it's too late for me what am and I gonna do late. absolutely I mean there are people that are getting started in their 60s and 70s and are crushing it yeah I think longevity as far as your life, I think it's so much more important at an older age to build that foundation for longevity of your body. Fitness knows no age. Absolutely. So, do we we have have some uh, questions? We do, ma'am. All right. All right. Question one. How many rest days do you take a week? And what is your favorite lower body lift or exercise for building muscle, whether that be booty, legs. Mm. So that's interesting. I used to have scheduled rest days, but I don't. If I were to write out my schedule across the board, seven days, it says train, 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 (laughs) time seven. But given my life, the many facets that I have, a husband that is away, the business, being a mother, there is a very, very high chance. You're not going to (laughs) train. I'm not going to train at least three of those days. So, for example, this is a perfect, perfect example. I woke up really early, 5 a.m., I actually didn't sleep very well last night. My son kept waking up. He was actually just crying in his sleep because his ear was bothering him. So already I didn't get a good night's rest. I still woke up 5 a.m., had my coffee, took my dogs out, trained with them, came by American Brew, which is the restaurant that we are at, and I was just going to stop for coffee and I was going to go on to the gym to hit a hard training session before I met you here back at American Brew for our podcast. And I came in and we were just so busy, which is a good problem to have. But right away, and I was in my gym clothes, I, you know, looked at my girl, Liz, who's my manager. And I was like, Liz, I'm like, who do you have coming in next? And she's like, oh, it's just me till one. I'm like, what? Like, girl, you got to light up the door. (laughs) And so immediately my schedule what I had it had to change yeah I had to go from the mindset of what I'm training it's like okay now my business needs attention yeah 
And in the midst of all of that, I'm trying to figure out how to get my son to the doctor because we're coming up on a weekend to where if it's this bad tomorrow, I'm not going to be able to get him into the doctor. Yeah. So it's a lot. I plan to have no days off. (laughs) But life says otherwise. Life says otherwise. Yes. To where I, I mean, if I can get in four days, four solid days of like both running, like any, any sort of like endurance training with like strength training, that's a good week. So, and then my favorite lower body lift, um, because I'm either driving miles and miles and miles and miles and miles and miles miles all the way around the East coast up and down, or I'm just, I'm doing a lot of more computer work than I typically would be like, um, I love working the booty. Yeah. A day of sweet cakes. Yeah. And I love, I really like, do you like deadlifts or squats? I, I already know. Don't even answer that. Can I guess? Yeah. Deadlifts. <laughs> Duh. All day long. All Brittany likes deadlifts. Long. I do. I like, I like squats. I like mm-hmm. lower, like the lower bar squats. Low bar. Yeah. Compared to high bar. Same. And... I love deadlifts. Deadlifts is just like, it's such like a, yes, it's hamstrings, booty, lower back, but it is such a full body exercise. I mean, your like rhomboids are engaged, your lats, your upper body, everything is engaged and you're just creating that space with the barbell. So yeah, I love deadlifts. I really like working the booty. The booty's I mean, important because it makes it a lot easier to walk away, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, it does. Build that sweet cakes. <laughs> yeah, it does. Okay, next question. Uh, career, motherhood, wife motivation. What has been your reason for success? Oh, well, that's an easy one that probably has a much longer explanation than like what we have here. But it has been from day one. It's been my boys. Yeah. I mean, I went from a situation to where I couldn't even I couldn't even pay for my car. My electricity started getting turned off. I was ODing on protein shakes to the point to where <laughs> right. because I couldn't like I would feed my kids first before I would feed myself. Yeah. And I made a promise specifically to Cash who happened to be with me in like a defining moment in my life. And I said, no matter what it takes, I will be successful for you. I will be fucking successful. Yeah. I feel like when that's your, when that's your motivation, your children, there's no deviating from that plan. Yeah. You know, it's not like, Oh, I'm going to reach X goal. Yeah. It was never, my my goal was never to have like a big social media platform. It wasn't ever, it was just, it was to be successful. And then there's just this long journey that, you know, I went on, like, truly defining what it meant to be successful. Yeah. It took me probably five years to understand, in, for me, to define what success meant yeah. for me. And to define it for my boys, like, the legacy that I will leave behind for my boys. Absolutely. And, it, you know, you can have, you can have the nicest house on the beach and the cars and, you know, money in the bank. But at the end of the day... For me, that doesn't define success. No. Because when, when you take that all away, what's left? 
It is the impact that you have on others. Exactly. Because yeah, you're right. Like, like in an instant, all of that can be gone by natural disaster. Like it, it, it could be gone. It's just, it's a material object. Yeah. And what I have found over the years in my pursuit of what it means to be successful and my purpose. And it has been leaving a legacy for my boys that is much deeper than they can probably even comprehend right now. Yeah. But it is in the act of others in the act of giving back and doing good and changing and saving other people's lives. And at the end of the day, that's, that's all that matters. That is truly what defines success for me. And if I can leave that behind for my boys in hopes that I don't care what they end up becoming, I don't care. The only thing that I care about is the type of humans I am raising, the type of boys I am creating to become men someday. And as long as they are happy and they can, I don't know, know like what it is to just like have compassion for humanity. I think that's so big. That's all that matters. Absolutely. I want to say first and foremost, thank you for listening to our podcast today. And this is one of my favorite parts of the podcast where I give you, my listeners, the supporters, homework for the week. And what I really want to encourage each and every single one of you to do is to invest in yourself. And it doesn't matter how big or how small, but, you know, a lot of times, like, I mean, I could even like, it's relatable to in the beginning of my fitness journey where I would make it a week of like clean eating and, you know, I hit every single workout and then I would have like this awesome cheat meal at my favorite restaurant. Like maybe don't go to your favorite restaurant and like, you know, buy yourself a new pair of running shoes, like invest in a new training program from ashleyhorner.co. <laughs> but like, I think it's important that you invest into yourself. Like, and it needs to be something that like you've reached a goal or like you're, you you have like this mission to, you know, within a week or two weeks to achieve X back to yourself. And I think that it's important that you show yourself some love. And so that is, um, that is your homework for this week to put some skin into it and invest into yourself. And let me see what you got. Make sure you subscribe again. Thank you for joining us on the reborn podcast. Subscribe, comment below anything that you have to say, pepper pots. Mm -hmm. Just say kill it this week. Freaking kill it this week. That's yeah. right. Leave no stone left unturned. Yeah. Let us know what your thoughts are. Any questions that you have, comment below so we can see those and um, tackle those questions in our upcoming podcast. And make sure you tell your friends, your families, your dogs, hmm. your coworkers. Listen to us. Tune in. And we'll catch you next time. Peace. Peace. <laughs> Peace.